Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? You're speaking. I mean, since we're since we're covering running backs today, um, I'm basically a three down do it all back of this podcast, right? That's how you would that's how you would describe me. I would say I would say um, it's more of a yeah. I'm more whatever, of a Samuel in the backfield. I would guys. say this is more of a, a running back by committee here, um, <laughs> with no not necessarily any any stars, but. You know, somebody might have a decent game every once in a while. So, um, <laughs> you know, Nothing somebody like self-deprecating humor, baby. That's right, man. Somebody that's never really going to rush for too much is our producer, Seth. Short yardage um, back. Short yardage right. back. That's right. And if you haven't done it already, you can block him on Twitter. It's at say top five S E E S E T A H five. What's up, Seth? What was the guy from the Browns, DeErnest Johnson, who came in for like <laughs> two games, had like 275 yards? That's you're much me. more. If we're talking That's about me. Cleveland Browns, you're, you're, you're definitely like Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Hillis. Yep. yep. What? <laughs> Although I guess he would get a he would get a uh, Madden cover, Madden baby. Cover, yeah. Fan What's vote up? Madden cover. <laughs> Nobody's voting for him out of this podcast. Um. Yeah, well, let's move on. Uh, a couple quick updates. I don't know if it's even really mentioning anything. Um, Mark Emmert stepping down as NCAA president. Do you have any thoughts on that? Thank God. I mean, he's horrendous. Yeah. Um, now, the thing that I've seen is just like Rob, uh, Roger Goodell, just like most presidents, commissioners, they're just puppets mm-hmm. for the major schools or organizations, right? So how much can a good president really do? I don't have the answer to that, but him leaving is a good thing. I mean, may, that may, put that on record. Um, Maybe. So. It's like Elon Musk takes over or something like that. Is that a thing? Can he buy the NCAA? Yeah. No. I don't know. He might. Um, saw a hilarious say Musk? Musk? Musk. A hilarious tweet that is like, if he doesn't change the name of Twitter, to MySpace X, he is <laughs> he has done this for no that's reason. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, if he does that, that's really going to ruin our intro. You can follow me on MySpace X. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't flow as well. Must Maybe it's fear. okay. Might be okay. Um, the other thing, uh, our coach CTA was on uh, with another podcast, the Hoosier Hysterics podcast, and he talked about the process of firing Nick Sheridan. Decent listen if you guys want to go check that out. Um, yeah, he uh, as I think we we assumed when we talked about it earlier this year or last end of last year, um, he didn't like it. 
so some of the quotes coming out can be, um, you know, everybody's human. It can be a little bit heartbreaking to kind of hear what he had to do and how he took it and everything. So, um, you guys ever been part of like really tough firings, like where people took it really, really hard? uh, No, not yet. No. So I, we, I'm going to leave out the names and stuff. My company acquired a company and the, and the owner of that company came on my team, right? We had a clause that we had to keep him on board for 12 months. Immediate, immediately at 12 months, they're like, fire him. So I go to fire him, and he just breaks down crying. First, you stole my company. Now you're firing me. My life's over. And I'm just sitting there like just regurgitating HR speak because HR was like, say this, only this. So he's like, quit being a robot. Be real to me. Say real words. And I just mm-hmm. kept repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. Uh, it was not great. Uh, I mean, I guess we had someone that I think we went into the meeting with the intention of kind of letting themselves go. And he did that. And then he got into some pretty emotional, personal stuff he was going through. And kind of, I think he did it on purpose. I think it was kind of a, oh God, they're going to fire me. I got to talk about this and start crying because I'm a <laughs> full grown adult male in here crying about something, uh, which is fine. Nope. But I'm talking about crying about something totally unrelated from my job in a job fire. Do we think scene. Nick Sheridan did that? <sighs> no, I think he had to have seen the writing on the wall, right? Most people do. Yeah. Most self-aware people do. Yeah. Seth. Oh, oh, you unmuted yourself. You can't just unmute yourself and and just smile into the microphone. C minus producing right there. I know. All right. Um, you know what's not C minus, I hope? <laughs> Our running back room. Let's talk about IU football running back room. Not a great transition, but I don't know. The more I read about it, the more I, I, I talk myself into thinking that it's a hell of a room. So hope um, season, baby. Hope season. That's right. Again, this we talked about this last week with the quarterbacks. Nobody freaking knows, dude. Nobody knows until we start playing some football or get into some fall camp, at least. We, uh, we know, know less about the running backs than we know about the quarterbacks, as to be group. honest. I mean, at least we like sort of know what a maybe healthy Tuttle looks like. Like we're going to get into this player by player and it's just, and we're just, there's one, especially with a new offense, right? Especially with a new offense. It's like, okay. There's one player that we've seen for more than one year in an IU uniform. And apparently on this outline, my favorite player. Yes. Uh, We can start with him or do you want to finish with Finish. him okay Finish. well let's start with at least the one player that we know that should we have a decent amount of statage and film on um and has kind of already made some sparks in spring practice that's sean shivers transfer out of auburn the five foot seven 190 pound senior plus which is the covid year um I came up with a new kind of comparison for him because my kids have been watching this movie quite a bit but we've always called him a human bowling ball but i He's like Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Super fast. Great movie. The ground. Ah, Great movies stretching it. I think good movie. I like James Martin. Seth's got something to say here. I'll vouch for the sequel too. They're both very fun. Who's the, who's the James guy? Is he like the main character? Not Jim Carrey. Okay. Who is Sonic? 
Who plays Ben Sonic? Schwartz? Okay, all right. Oh, you're the worst. The, you're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> um, yeah. So Sean Shine, respect him. Uh, ran for over a thousand yards in his career at Auburn uh, at a four point one a clip. And uh, he's got a decent amount of kick return experience. I don't know if we see him as a kick returner. No, 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 no. They've played. No, 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 they've no, no, no. shown him a lot in spring practice, catching kicks. Um, and yeah. Tom Allen is pretty infamous for for talking about how that's how you figure out your best football players on your team. So is putting Prove him back it there in practice is kicks. totally different than open season and game. Yeah. Can I can I give a Gus Johnson like call? Yeah, Sean Shivers. Yeah, shiver me, Shivers to the house for eighty. Uh, that How sounds that it's almost good? like Bill Rafferty, a little bit. If, if Bill Rafferty was calling football, yeah. But shiver me, Shivers is is, yeah. is what I'm gonna go with. It <laughs> sounds like that sounds like Bill Rafferty. On as soon as Jim Nance says that the the ball is up for the tip, right there, like for some reason, you know, like during the tournament, he just starts screaming just random words, and as they're just barely dribbling the ball across half court to begin the game. So, I get it. I see what you were trying to do there. I'm not sure Gus Johnson has that same kind of energy no. right now, but we'll see. Um, anything else we want to add on Shivers before we move on to the next transfer? He brings something that we haven't had in a few years right i mean love oh my god i already forgot his name the the transfer from usc love stevie scott oh but like, steven stephen carr stephen carr but like shiver's got some go like yeah. he's got some go yeah. to him um and that that that's huge addition to the room when's the last time we've had like a tiny back like a tiny i'm trying to think man i don't like divine redding does that count or was he he was short but i mean he was still big yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm excited to see him play. Um, I'm intrigued by the next guy because there's not a lot there right now. Um, Josh Henderson, the transfer from UNC, 5'11", 214-pound senior. He has 200 yards carrying the football over three years of football experience. Now, I mean, look at who he was behind. It's true. I mean, Name him. Javonta Williams and Michael Carter. Yeah. Both in the NFL, both probably starters next year. QB or RB. Uh, Melvin Gordon just got signed, but yes, I mean, who did Melvin both... Gordon get signed by? The Broncos. Back by the Broncos. Okay, yeah, but he's not starting. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. That's fine. Um, why? Why he didn't play last year? I'm not sure because he was a little stink. injured. I think. Um. But so if, if you look at three years. Two years of it was Michael Carter and Javante Williams, and his third year was last year where they were a disaster. Yeah. So, like, don't get sucked into this guy's only ran 209 yards for a career because, I mean, you, you got to give it perspective. Yeah, over five a clip for him as well. Um, so in limited more traditional time, back, decent. Yeah, yes, yeah, so five eleven two fourteen. As I said, pretty pretty good build for a running back. Um, again, a lot of talk out of him in in spring. Um. The running back, new running backs coach, I can't blink at his name, Craig Johnson. Um, I believe Coach Craig Johnson. Uh, he was talking about him quite a bit in his press conference as well as Bell. So um, we'll see how that turns out again. We don't know a lot about who we're talking about, to be totally honest. We're just kind of giving our thoughts. There you go. Uh, two guys that were um, on the team last year and, and uh, I think could make a splash 
we'll see. Uh, first one up is David Holloman. Uh, the only one of the two that saw as a true freshman that saw any any bit of the field. Uh, six foot, 205 redshirt freshman. He did redshirt last year. Made the appearance in four games, I believe, um, right on the edge, and then they cut him off. I think his most famous moment was when he wore the messed up jersey at Iowa, which isn't saying a lot. I mean, for what... but we we like we still kind of know more about Shivers and Henderson than we do Holloman, man. Yeah. I mean, we both loved them. I mean, we sat on this podcast and raved about him. Yep. Um, I think we really, really like what he brings. Um, really good balance with his his running mate that we're about to talk to talk about. But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, I I would be surprised, but not overly surprised if he sees a lot of the field this year. Again, young. He's got two very experienced players in front of him. Um, another experienced player that we'll talk about here at the end. Things that so, went off the rails if 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 he's getting playing time. Well, I mean, or you, he's, or he's a, just a freaking stud. stud. Yeah, could be a stud. And that, this stud. next guy, I think, is a stud. To be totally honest with you, if he can stay healthy, Brandon, I the dude is six foot three, two hundred and thirty-five pounds. Trent Holland. Um, I wrote it down as my most intriguing player uh as far as a returning running back coming back uh from last year. He was injured again. He was injured towards the end of his high school career as well. Never really saw the field. This dude has drawn comparisons to um Tevin Coleman, um, some other the things frame. as far as what they've seen. Yeah, the yeah. height, the height definitely was definitely. Tevin ever that big. Six, I think they said six one. He ran like six, like you would think he's six three. He ran so high. He did that very vertical, the very vertical hit the hole and, and go. Trent Holland is a, a big bruiser, good hands out of the backfield. Um, real intrigued to see what he can do this year. Um, as well. And then the next two guys, I'll let you talk yes. about them. They're more kind of your, yes, uh, your vibe. I'm a scat man. Yeah. You are a scat man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, it wasn't Jay. I mean, let's talk about Jalen Lucas, five, nine true freshman coming out of Nolens. Um, I mean, wasn't he on the list of like one of the biggest surprises right up there with B sorbs? Um, crazy was- under, crazy yeah. under recruited yeah. um let's see if i can find this article keep going but i mean again something iu just hasn't had right up there with shivers on a guy that i hope he doesn't play a traditional running back route i, I hope we see him in end of rounds maybe some speed options maybe some definitely some screens um him and uh dj um, I think you can just kind of put them on opposite sides and tell teams the good luck, pick a guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're going to throw a screen to one of these guys. You're not going to be able to overload it and they're going to take it to the house. Um, super, super excited with the, the personnel, um, the, or the personnel packages you can do with, with Lucas on the field, um, because he's going to have to be, if he makes a few plays like we think he is, he's going to have to be on every team scout Yeah, for sure. So you're going to have to give practice time. You're going to have to give film time to this guy. If, if he can become what we think and hope he can become. Sure. So Julie Bowden is her name, the sports reporter that covers LSU for rivals. Uh, Quote, 
Indiana lands Jalen Lucas, one of the most electric athletes I've ever covered. So as somebody that covers LSU football, I can't imagine the amount of athletes that she sees. Jamar Chase, yeah, Justin I mean, Jefferson. You can just finish on Jamar Chase. I mean, we're going to talk about an electric athlete. That's about as electric as it gets. But yeah, that's where that came from. I remember talking about it uh, when we were talking about the um, the commitment class. The kid is, he's got the potential to be pretty special. And I think he sees the field early and often. Have to. Yeah. You have to find plays for him. Yep. Let's talk about your buddy. You got to be nice to him, man. David Ellis, the Jalen Lucas before Jalen Lucas. Um, again, we've seen him. We've debated on this pot. Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? Still think is he's he, a wide receiver. He is he an athlete. Um, he's the only guy out of the six we've talked about that we've seen play and that he's shown sparks that he can play. Eventually, you got to just do it. And he yeah. hasn't consistently. Yeah. Injuries last he, year killed us. But if you can stay healthy, he's he's a guy that can get you six. And we didn't have enough guys getting us six last year. We just we couldn't score enough. We couldn't make enough plays. Couldn't move the chains. That's what he was supposed to come in here and do. We've had offensive coordinators and running backs coaches make play or draw plays for him. So there's people who believed in him. He just needs to show it. Yes. I mean, I, I hate to say the words put up or shut up, but kind of, kind of. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And then we've got some other guys, some walk on guys we can talk about real quick. If you want to, you got Shane McMahon's kid. Um, you've got, uh, What's his Charlie Spiegel? People are talking about maybe seeing the field a little bit, but um, we'll save them for when they when they do. And, and best of luck to them. And hopefully they can provide uh, perfect comparisons on the other side of the ball. So for the, the I main got, team, I got questions. Go ahead. It's Stephen Carr coming in being RB one last year. We knew we can, we knew what we were getting right before that. We had a couple of years of Steve Scott. We've kind of already always known known commodities in the backfield. Does that make you more excited for this year, or does that make you more suspect? There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent there. Um, I think it's it's still scary until you see it. Uh, Sean Shivers has not been an RB1. Josh Henderson's not been an RB one. I mean, since you know, I would assume since high school, same with everybody hey, else on the field. Or this, that we've this is about. why I kind of love it. Didn't you just get tired of watching Stephen Carr run right into the line 20 times as much as Stevie Scott was good at it and fell forward and got the most of his yards. You kind of got tired of it. Like I'm so down for, you know, say we say we run 25, 30 running plays, no back getting more than 10 touches. Like just keep them rotating, keep them upright, keep the defense on their toes. I'm all I mean, you joked at the beginning that this podcast is a running back by committee. I want a full commitment by Walt Bell and company on a committee. Back yeah. Up. 
Yeah. Or, or would you rather one emerges? If one emerges, it needs to be Hollowell Holm or Howland or Lucas. It's got to be one of those three. Um, that's when I would be real comfortable. I guess. I don't know, man. I think Shivers walks right into the position and takes it from day one. Um, but I, I do think the kind of the same thing with you. I think it's going to be a big split between a bunch of people. So as I just said, though, I would be okay with Holloman. And maybe Howland. I don't know. We need we need a big back, five seven, yeah. five eleven, six foot. Someone's got to get the hard yards, and then you got you Howland know. at six three. Someone needs to get the hard yards. Yeah, I I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued to see. And again, David Ellis. I don't really consider him a running back. He's enlisted as a running back. I don't see him playing much. Actually, like lined up behind Baz or Tuttle. Um assuming either one of those two start, but uh, that's a different pod for last time. But um, yeah, I don't, I see him just as a swing guy, as a slot guy, um, as a, what is it called? Why am I, why am I blanking on it right now? The quick little reverse thing. What is that? A uh, little fly sweep. Is that what I'm thinking of? A little fly sure. sweep there. That'll work. Um, yeah, but I think it's five main a guys. Cost a little pitch time. You know what I'm talking about? The little they run across the thing. Why am I not? Why am I blanking? Jet sweep. Jet, Jet sweep. sweep. Jet sweep. That's what I was. I was close. Um, not really. You know, it's not football. I said fly sweep. It's close enough. Three uh, letters and then sweep. Seth, yeah. does there anyone on this list that puts the fear as 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 an opposing fan? Is there anyone here that are like fudge? It's a lot of possibility, I think. Maybe. I, yeah, I think the home run hitter is the thing that you fear. I think, you know, Shivers has that, but I don't think there's anything that's awe-inspiring just yet. But Lucas think, doesn't. Lucas doesn't give you a little bit of. Uh, oh, I, I gotta see it first. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, okay. Cool. Well, um, speaking of seeing it first. You should see some of the stuff that Garrett's putting out at MTC. And MTC, if you guys haven't known, is our sponsor, Monon Track Club. It's Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As I said, Garrett's coming out with some new stuff, and it is awesome. I don't even run but I buy the shirts. Sometimes they're given to me, and, but I still wear them all the time. Love them. Uh, right now, they're offering 10% off your order. Could be your buddy's order, too. Just tell them about it. LEO10 at checkout. LEO10 gets you 10% off. Now, back to the show. The reason why everybody tuned in, it's Brando's Randos. Brandon, what do you got? Look, I already, I already had, I got a lot. To, I got a lot of questions. Great. And, and, and of course you do with this room, right? I mean, it's questions left and right. But I think the, the first one is arguably the most important. In, tw- in college football in 2022, how important is a running back room to IU success? But I even want to open it up a little bit bigger. How, bi- how important is running back room success to a team's success? Pretty important, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't say very important, pretty important. So you get, you've got not important, 
important, a little important, pretty important. Who's who's Georgia's running back? No idea. Exactly. Go back before that. Who was? It doesn't doesn't have anything to do with that. Who was LSU's running back? It's about when Joe Burrow won. Doesn't matter. It's about production. They still had production from the running back position. I'm not saying that one person is is big for the for the success of the program, but look at Purdue. You still had a little bit of a running threat, right? IU had nothing last year. Or nothing. IU's best team. We just said IU's best team ever. That's Stevie right? Scott. He's currently playing in the USFL. Yeah, but it was it was a decent running game. Like it, it was a running it game. Great that room. Existed. It wasn't a no, great room. No. That's not what I'm saying. I think you're taking pretty important way out of out of bounds on this. It's pretty important in the fact that you cannot be one dimensional and win in the big. You just can't. Seth. I'd say it's the least important or second to least important oh. besides the kicking room. It's it's the least important off. Like if you say. Like oh, receiving offense. talent, yes. quarterback talent, receiving talent, offensive, offensive line, line. Well, tight end. running tight account. No, tight, tight end super important position in the modern game. Yeah, yeah. So, so my caveat here is it's a there's there's a chain there's the ceiling on this running back room I think is the highest possibly that I could ever remember, but I also think it could have the lowest floor of any of yeah. any running back room, and yeah. that's why people need to be excited but not be worried about disappointment. excited. Yes. But because, because running back success, I don't think is vitally important. Like you said, it's important, but it isn't vitally important to a team's success. I think we saw it last year. It killed us. It killed us. There was no other other than the injuries too, but it, it, it was done. We had no quarterback. Fry Fogel forgot how to catch. We never went to Hendershot. I mean, I think the, yeah, offensive line producer Seth yeah. finally contributed. Um, you okay? So I guess I'm thinking more running game as opposed to what your actual question was with running backs. So no, the running backs aren't as important as the actual running game itself. So okay, I just took it a different way. Yeah, the scheme is more important than the room. Yes, that's what I was saying. I'm saying without a running game at yeah, all, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's tough to do. I All mean, right. look next, at what's Kentucky next question. so far. Outside of Ohio State, outside of Ohio State and Wisconsin, who is RBU in the Big Ten? Penn like, who's State? next? Michigan, Michigan State? Michigan? Penn, Penn State. State? Penn State. Penn State. Who, I who mean, they had other than Barkley? I'd say it's Michigan State. Oh, who's Michigan State? Well, Bell and Bell, then Walker, Walker, who they got really lucky on with Walker. Minnesota was huge in the Minnesota. early 2000s when they yeah. had, what, Maroney, Barber. Did oh. they have Smith? Did Smith come out of there too? Robert Smith, did he go to Minnesota? The Minnesota Vikings running back, didn't he go to Minnesota as well too? Seth, can you look that up? Please? Cook? Cook with the Florida State. Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook with the Florida State. Yeah, he State. went to Florida State. Alexander was, Madison? I don't know. Matt, no, I was thinking Robert Smith, the Minnesota Vikings oh, running back. Like, you, no, I don't think he went to I think he went to a Kyle. Big Ten school, but he didn't go to Minnesota. Seth looking it up. He's got a computer in front of him, but he's using his phone. Um 
still I, waiting. But no, I think Penn State. I think Penn State. Um, you had and they always have the recruits. Ohio State. Oh, that's Robert that's Smith where he went. Robert State. Smith. I knew it was a Big Ten school. Um, I, I, my point of that is, man, do a lot of good running backs come from the Big Ten? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Tim I mean, it, 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 conference wise, I think it's the best conference for running backs. What's just named? What's the most obscured name Big Ten running back that you can name? Ron Dane. Oh, I went Tim Biaka Batuka. Let's go on. Right? Was he? He was Penn State, right? Tim Biaka Batuka. No? I am uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. They, Penn State had one too with a funny name. Producer Seth's got Miami on mine because they just lost Nigel Pack. But yep. He had so. money on his mind. Don't we all? Don't be. Don't can't we all. can't blame him one bit though. Who's RBU in all of college football? It's got to be Georgia or LSU. Alabama, right? Well, I mean, recently, recent yeah. success. Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry. I can go Herschel Walker, Sony Michelle. Um, I mean, I could just keep going on Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it, I'm running over for something else right now. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. He went to Georgia. Yeah, he went Georgia. to. I was doing Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. All right, next next question. Rapid fire here. Who's your favorite college running back ever? And I'm not letting. I'm going to answer first. Uh, Got to be Reggie Bush. Oh, Tevin Coleman. Real dude, Reggie Bush in the college football game was borderline unstoppable. I named my my dog Tico. After Tevin Coleman, it's Tevin Coleman. He was the my most brother exciting. Also, your brother also named his dog Archie. So, well, I, uh, that was after Archie. He was a huge Archie Miller apologist. So that's fine. I've told him that Woody and Archie sound very close. I'm sure the dog wouldn't really notice that big of a difference. Just name him Woody. No big deal. But yeah, Tevin Coleman, hands down for me. Rashan Salam from uh, Colorado back in the day. And then he broke my, heart a, broke my heart as a bear, but wasn't Bianca Batuka? He was a bear too, wasn't? No, he was a panther. No, a panther. A panther. Shady McCoy for Pitt was nasty, oh, bro. Up. Guys, who was the the kid from? Shady he McCoy went to Northwestern, right? Northwestern. Autry. What? No, Northwestern running back ended up with the Bears. I think. Funny last name. It's not Bianca Batuka. It was about the same time. I'm gonna look it up. Keep going. All right, last one here. Most more exciting play: an eighty-yard run or an eighty-yard pass touchdown. Eighty-yard run, dude. Long runs are awesome. I just can remember Tevin Coleman. Speaking of Tevin Coleman, just Tevin Coleman's just boom, boom, gone. Like those running, those big plays that he used to make were just ridiculous. Agreed. Agreed. How'd you guys like rapid fire Brando's Randos? Is that good? It was a little something decent. Pretty decent. A lot of pressure. Um, but yeah, not so bad. All right, uh, Seth, what awesome. do you got in your sack there, bud? I, 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 these, there's people screaming at me. Like, I don't even know what the f- I'm talking about right now. Like, I can't find this. I know there was a Northwestern running back that was a funny name. I, I want to tell you how invested I am. I'm not even trying to help you out. I know you're not. Nor- normally right. I try. Normally I try, but I'm, I can't uh, find it. It's okay. I'm not that worried about it. What do you got? All right. All right. Talk about the running back room. I uh, wanted to make this note. 
I miss fullbacks. Mm-mm. No. No. I uh, I miss the old power. If I have to see another Gronkowski lined up in the backfield somewhere <laughs> in the NFL, I'm going to puke. All right. Or John Kuhn. I mean, who, who uses it in the NFL? Like the 49ers use use check. The Baltimore check. Baltimore yeah. normally has some. Baltimore's got some giant kneel somewhere. Yeah. Like there's always a kneel hanging around with a. With but a I, I'd be pad. cool if fullback positions cease to exist. Lorenzo Neal was pretty decent, actually. I'll give him that. Running back, he's a touchdown vulture. I don't know. Keep going. Um, so got a pedicure today. It was Why? pretty interesting. Just, just bored doing a little doing a little pampering. And doing yourself pre new yourself. job pampering. Are you? Are you gonna go? You're gonna go jeans and flip flops at the new job? <laughs> no, sh- showing off my new tattoo as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Um, Brandon, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. So I'll, I'll uh, tee this up for you. What the draft starts tomorrow night. So excited. Any predictions? Just throw uh, want to throw anything out there. So I got a couple. Um, go listen to my pod where we did a full mock draft yesterday. Um, but I do think the, the number one pick will be Trevon Walker. There will not be a quarterback taken in the top 10. um, And there will be um, up to six wide receivers taken. The run on wide receivers is going to be insane, mostly because the Packers, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Jets, there are so many wide receiver needy teams. Um, But this, this has a chance to be the most chaotic draft. Nobody knows what's going on. Like, like, Normally, my whole thing is in my, I think, three years of draft coverage is, you know, I'm always like the draft, the real draft starts at five. The real draft starts at seven. The real draft starts at four. The, the draft starts at one because we have no idea mm-hmm. who's going one, who's going two. Um, it should be really, really fun. Um, I'm, I'm really stoked for the draft. Do you think we find out tomorrow where they do the thing where they just go ahead and sign the guy? The number no. one pick. Nope. You don't think so? You think they I don't think they know. Wait until uh, the end. Because uh, the new Hutchinson, coach, really, right? Hutchinson Doug and Peterson wants the tackle. Oh. But Trent Balky wants um, Trevon Hutchins. Walker. Oh, so it, it, it's, like, it's like a head coach GM battle and no one knows who's going to win. So is Aiden not even considered as a number one pick anymore? Nope. Wow. That's not a that's not good. <laughs> that's why the Jaguars be Jaguar so yeah, it'll be Evan Neal or it'll be Trevon Walker. It'll be yeah. one of those two players. Okay. Do did you guys predict the Colts making his sort of move into the first round? Because no. if not, I'm not watching a second of it tomorrow. No, they, they they'll they'll be irrelevant tomorrow. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna. So the Bears. Bear, Bears. Bears will not have a pick either. What about Purdue? Karloftis in the teens. I love no. I love Karloftis to either the the second. I drafted Karloftis to the second pick of the Chiefs. At 30. Okay. Yeah, that's way down from where he was. Yeah. And what bell drops to third or fourth round? Second yes. round, I think. Right? No, no, no. no he's no. free falling. Bell will be oh. bottom third of the third, or he will be fourth. Where do we... he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a steal? Where do the Colts pick? They pick early second round, right? No, they don't. No, no they're yeah, at 42. Yeah. yeah, they're they're early, they're early second round. Ooh. Top yeah. third. 42. That was the trade. Yeah. 
Okay, that's the first one, man. We're gonna have to get a wide should, receiver. Colt should, and there won't be any left, man. You're gonna, David you're gonna Bell be better. Be you're, you'll be better off going lineman there, second tier lineman. David Bell will be there. You, you should take him. a you should take a right tackle. You don't have one. Give Matt Pryor three. You literally don't have a tackle. Take a tackle. Don't be stupid. Picks. They're gonna trade somebody. They're gonna trade somebody. Get some picks. Damn, they have no picks. All right. Good luck. They have two in the top 100. That's real bad. Yeah. Really bad. They've got one in each round so far. There's two in the fifth round. If you can get, if Sky Moore, um, Moore Jahan Dotson, or uh, Christian Watson from North Dakota State, like if those three, if any of those three are on the board, I don't think they are because I think it's wide receiver crazy tomorrow uh, and Friday. Or it doesn't matter because they're just going to go get Debo have the assets but all right that's it for me that's all i got i could talk this i could literally talk this for three hours i love the draft they're gonna get debo they're gonna get debo or what's his name scary terry go ahead no what do you what are you doing this that's it that's all you got i'm done all right all right let's get out of here be sure to check out the pod on twitter it's at podcast leo be sure to download rate review follow whatever on all the platforms, and we'll talk to you guys next week uh, when we go over the wide receiver room, which should be just as informative as it was. Today. And we can talk about where Freifogel went. Freifogel's rising; he's rising. That's good. Yeah, I think he'll so. go ahead. He'll he'll go ahead of David Bell. Oh, oh, Seth. Oh, maybe Colts forty-two. There you go. No, he won't go that. High. <laughs> then we'll have two seventies on two possession receivers. Um. Okay. Well, either way, we love you guys, Elio. And yeah, there you go. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.